Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Unsolicited Opinions with Awesome Ty, a brand new podcast on the Natural Habitat Podcast Network. Join California hip-hop artist Awesome Ty of Rogue Status with his brand new in-depth podcast that gets you into his head, what he's thinking, got new segments every day, some like um, Song of the Week, uh, What Happened, which follows up on celebrities that have disappeared years ago, and uh, as well as other uh, new and exciting segments coming up every day. So find his show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or other places. It is Unsolicited Opinions with Awesome Ty. Today is Earth Day, so we're doing a throwback Thursday of the history of this rock that we're spinning on, Earth. So let's get into it now on Earth Day. The Natural Habitat Podcast. We got to remember not to talk about Conor McGregor because <laughs> because uh, it's only what's today Tuesday yeah yeah and we're pretending it's Thursday so by Thursday you never know what's gonna happen he could be dead and it could be someone took over his Twitter whoever killed him you know what I mean it's gotta be a joke <laughs> yeah I don't know if he would. I don't know if he would retire from the UFC out of nowhere like that. It's like he's but it, he's he on could top. though. If he had a hundred million dollars, he could do whatever he wants. He could never spend that money in his life, probably. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know could what? you spend a hundred million dollars? I don't think so. We said that we wouldn't, and we're talking about Conor McGregor right away, <laughs> right off the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn it! World. Uh, well, look, all that because. It's Earth Day, all right? ED, motherfucker, up in this bitch. Earth ED, ED Day. phone home? ED phone home. ED phone home. Earth Day, ho. Yeah, what up? Oh. This is the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Finger Guns. And uh, today is a beautiful day. Today is Earth Day. No, no, no. Tomorrow's Earth Day. Yeah. Today is not Earth Day. But we're celebrating today because we got shit to do tomorrow. We're, yeah, we got Earth Day shit to do tomorrow. So we're raising awareness today for Earth Day. Um, tomorrow on Earth Day, we're planting 50 million thousand trees. Damn right we are. It's going to be crazy. So yeah. uh, that's going to be happening on YouTube live. Only on YouTube. 100% live on YouTube. Only on YouTube. We doing ads for 50 million thousand right now? Only on YouTube. Let me pull up the theme song. Uh, yeah but um you know earth day is is something that is it it means a lot to me because i am you know within the past like five or six years some sort of newfound hippie like buddhist stoner kind of person and i'm like i've been really in tune with nature and space and a lot of shit like that so earth day is right up my alley I love appreciating nature and you know we live on this beautiful rock 
that's just floating in the middle of space that has all these different areas that look like totally different worlds. And it's a trip, man. And it's cool when you actually sit back and appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you reading about Conor McGregor right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie to me, man. Are you? Yeah. You were. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I just found out uh, his birthday is like a fucking few days before mine. <laughs> Oh my God! Fucking Sorry. Conor McGregor. Right along, moving right along. Earth Day only on YouTube. That's what he's doing. He's trying to take over Earth Day. Yeah, he's taking over my Earth Day. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. So, um, first of all, Earth Day started in the seventies. In nineteen seventy, actually, it was a uh, it was a turning of the times. It was the beginning of the hippie movement, and um, you know, it was uh. That that was like the summer of '69 was when shit popped off, right? Yep. Yeah. So, 1970 is when people started getting real Earth conscious and taking care of the planet, and it was really birthed out of all of these uh, hot hippie chicks from the '70s. Dude, that's almost 50 years ago now. Yeah, that's weird. Cause when I talk about it, it feels like it's 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Now that you say that. Yeah, bro. That's a trip, man. We're getting old, and we're starting to realize it on the air, and it's going to turn into a dark podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, it doesn't seem that long ago, you know? The 70s don't seem that long ago. It seems still super relevant. Yeah. But, uh, man, was it too little too late? In retrospect, looking back now, you see, like, fuck, we've come a long way in certain ways, but we really haven't. Yeah. But, um... I actually, I have some of these stats that were released this year for Earth Day, and um, the Environmental Protection Agency says that um, air pollution has dropped more than 60% since 1980. Um, only about a third of American water was safe for swimming and fishing before the Clean Water Act in 1972, and today it's risen, the proportion has risen to about two-thirds. So, you're doing good things. Yeah, um, a bunch. But of why them. doesn't it look like it? You uh, know, uh, the Superfund program started, and that was going on for a long time. Especially here in California, they cleaned up the the Rinconada mines, which are near us, and that was a Superfund. They put a bunch of money into it to take all the hazardous waste out of these old mines and shit, so that animals and plant life can flourish and have this environment to live in and everything so that's dope uh a whole bunch more land has become available and the bald eagle has become a poster child of the environmental protections because uh they're fucking still around you like see them and shit all the time now and that used to be super endangered and they've been like i guess just taking care of that animal and not all the other endangered animals just that one and just making them fuck all the time and probably filming it for some sort of like underground bird porn circuit. And then they make these little birds and now there's bald eagles everywhere. So that's a good, it's a good act. Are you reading about Conor McGregor? Again? <laughs> no, I'm trying to find the comparison between what earth looked like, like the images from space or whatever from 1970 to now. 
Man, it's got to be like, such a drastic change. Yeah, it looks for the worst, but the images that they're showing are showing like two different sides of Earth. And you, you can't compare two opposite fucking sides of Earth yeah. from two different years. It needs to be the same exact spot, you know? Mm-hmm. But when, one thing it does show is the Earth is a lot more blue and green in 1978 than it, than it is now. Yeah, different true. different colors. Um, it's I don't know. I don't know. It looks a lot brighter. It looks a lot. I would assume healthier if it's brighter, right? Yeah, and uh, you know we've we've talked about this before how how crazy our planet is just floating around in the vacuum of space, and it's like the perfect distance and proportion from a sun, and has. You know, the moon controlling its tides, right? And all of these different things. And everything is, like, working perfectly together to make this little tiny, like, terrarium that we all live in, in space. And you go to different parts of the planet, and it's like you're on different planets. It's like you're in a whole different world. Some places, like, I went to the Pinnacles recently, and uh, which is in, like, Central California, and they are just I found out it's it was a giant volcano that was on a fault line and it blew up and shot giant rocks the size of fucking skyscrapers everywhere and over like you know millions of years and shit the tectonic plates shifted and it pulled the two halves of the volcanoes like a hundred miles away from each other so there's the north pinnacles and the south pinnacles and it's just these giant fucking rocks sticking out of the ground, and it looks like you're in Mars. Like, it looks like you're on the surface of Mars. It's crazy, right? When you're walking through it, everything's orange and shit. And it's just all of the different, you know, uh, mixtures of events and all the different environments, and it's a trip. So, you know, people take it for granted a lot when you're stuck in an apartment or in a city or in a cubicle. And you don't really get to see all these things. You don't do it unless it's like your day off and then you just want to relax. But very rarely do, you know, large groups of people get out into nature and actually experience the planet how you're supposed to experience it. Just connected as one. You walking through the woods is no different than this lizard walking on a log. You know what I mean? We're both doing the same thing. We're both surviving in this environment. And yep. it's a trip, and I think weed helps. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> amongst other things. Yeah, it's crazy, right? From from 1970 up until now, there's there's 193 countries or some shit involved mm-hmm. in Earth Day, and I think it's important. I think it's super important. <coughs> we all, we only got one, and we need to figure out better ways to take care of it. You know, like I have I have a hard time believing. That if somebody was to come here from somewhere else, mm-hmm. say there is life in another galaxy or another fucking solar system or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Alpha Centauri or whatever. Say there's life somewhere else. And they have evolved similar to us in ways that they've created ways to like travel through space and time and be able to do things efficiently that we haven't figured out yet. And... And if they were to come all the way here and then see us 
living off of the the way we live, you know, off of fossil fuels and everything else. When mm-hmm. when everything else in all the galaxies exist off of natural things like solar and things like that. You know what I mean? Like we we have a power plant right above us. We could use every day. Mm-hmm. It could power everything for free. And and any other highly evolved form of life is gonna look at us and laugh. Like we're we're the monkeys. You know what I'm saying? We, we are literally the monkeys of the universe. We're the fucking idiots. We can't get our shit together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we live off of material things, and we don't. You know what I'm saying? We don't find solutions to easy problems. I mean, like, we don't need any of the shit that we use. We don't need plastic. It's just become a fucking, it's just become a convenience. You know, we don't need, like, there's there's alternatives to everything, right? There's smart alternatives to everything, and there's really no excuse for why we haven't switched. And I'm guilty just as much as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Every every time I buy a bag of candy that's plastic and I have to throw that shit away because I like it. Every time I drink a soda out of a plastic bottle and I have to throw that shit away because I like soda, you know? Every time I fucking, every time I buy clothes and rip the tag off, that's plastic and shit, you know what I'm saying? Every fucking thing I use in life, my microphone, my computer, my keyboard, my fucking everything around me right now, you know what I'm saying? The torch I'm using to light my fucking dab, you know, my headset for... Everything, everything I'm using is all made from plastics and shit, you know what I mean? And it's all, this is all the shit that's going to ruin our planet. That's going to kill off all the animals that's fucking already doing it in huge numbers. And you know what I mean? And and we're taking all these animals' environments and not giving them a place to live. And, you know, all over things that we don't even need, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all over, all over, like, materials and things that we don't even really need. Like, we don't need wood for that many things. We definitely don't need coal or oil or plastic. We definitely don't need like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many of these things that have no use whatsoever that should, we shouldn't use. And, and we're only using because of greed and convenience, you know what I'm saying? And it just like, it's hard to think about it because nobody wants to feel guilty. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to feel like they're not doing, you know, none of us are doing anything about it. Yeah, everybody's like, well, I'm not that bad. I do. Just because you just because you drive a Prius, that ain't solving no fucking issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're helping some emissions, but I mean, like, really, you're not really helping any any of the problem. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like we need to make a conscious decision to change everything. Yeah, because really, what it is is people are spoiled and used to a certain way, and that could be broken. It could be, you know, you that's anything in life that is unhealthy for you, but you like doing, like eating ice cream, for example, or whatever. If you just eat tubs of ice cream. You can stop doing that. It's not impossible. So it's like people get dependent on like their phones, for example. I'm I'm one of them. If I leave my house and I don't have my phone, I feel like I'm like, like, like I can't function in the world properly. I won't be able to get directions to this place or get the phone number for this guy or be able to fucking do whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And. I can I can do fine. I'll be able to do just fine out in the world without a phone. People did it forever for the whole existence of, you know, civilized life up until like 15, 20 years ago, nobody had phones. Phones could be made out of a metal case. Yeah. Or a tin case, like a fucking can. You know what I'm saying? Phones could be made out of other materials than plastic. They don't need the plastic. I mean, they do for the circuit boards or whatever, but that's it. They could eliminate 90% of the plastic. 
by getting rid of the cases and the other things that they come in yeah. and replacing it with metal and glass or whatever. You know what I mean? And there's like, there's really no, no excuses. There's no excuses for anything, right? Like there's no excuses for anything that comes in plastic could easily be glass or, or um, a different type of material. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I hate, I hate to bring up the weed things because it's so fucking corny. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's always our go-to answer for things, you know, and people like people always downplay it and don't really look at it. But I mean, like, it's such a fucking importance. Like weed can replace so many things just from the things that it can make from the plant. Yeah. You know, the hemp plant can make so many different fucking things. They can replace plastics, then make them biodegradable. You know what I mean? They can replace fuels. They can replace everything. They can replace everything. It's so much. There's almost there's almost nothing it can't do. Mm -hmm. And it's ridiculous that we don't use more things like that. And hemp can't be the only one. There's got to be a hell of more things than hemp that just... Hemp grows, what, 17 times faster than, than trees or other large growths? Mm -hmm. So it's it's highly replaceable and easy to fucking manufacture. Same with like... Um, bamboo. Bamboo is like super stronger than most other woods and stuff and you could use that shit for almost anything. You know, like there's all these replaceable materials that could be used for everything. And it, it sounds really hippie or hipster or whatever, but it really isn't. It's just like it's, it's like the, it the, is. It's a fact. It's the thing that we should be doing. It's the natural thing to do. It's the only way to like have a sustainable future. It's the only way to be like, you know, it's the closest we could get to being like living off the land without being fucking in the Amazon or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like we can, we can exist in the exact same way we do now. Just using different materials and create yeah. a sustainable future. You know what I mean? It's, it's ridiculous, bro. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to fathom. And, and it's, you know, people say people's negative minds always go straight to it can't be done. Nobody's ever going to do it. It's not going to happen. So why do it? You know what I mean? And, and that's the type of thinking that stops anything from ever happening. Of course, it'll never happen when you think that way. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, when you never apply anything to yourself, it's never going to, it's never going to happen that way. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee that 99% of people want the same exact things. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody wants the same rights. Everybody wants the same luxuries. Everybody wants the same futures and hopes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants the same natural needs, you know? And I think that uh, a guaranteed future has to be one of them, you know? A fucking clean air to breathe, a fucking clean ocean for animals to live in, fucking, you know, um, housing for homeless people. I mean, like, even if it's tiny homes or whatever that don't cost much, even if fucking, you know, we had to pay more taxes to make it happen. You know what I mean? You know, there's ways that you can sacrifice in small ways to benefit everybody. And I know, like, it sounds very socialist or it sounds like utopian or whatever, but it, I mean, like, why do those things have to carry negative stigmas in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, not everything has to be equal, but everything should be able to be equal if you have the means to fucking go get it. Yeah. You know, if you have the drive and fucking, you know what I mean? You should be able to be afforded the same things as everybody else, you know? And I don't know, dude, it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy that we live in in the time that we do now and have the technology we have more technology right now afforded to us than 
any time ever in in the history of this planet and we're not doing right by it we're not doing it justice. We're not using it to its fullest capabilities. We're not taking care of the planet or the people on it or the animals on it or anything else. We're not doing things that we should be doing. And and I'm glad to see that at least some people are conscious of it. And you know what I mean? Some people want to make it happen. And, that, and shout out to all of them. Like, like that kid that's fucking cleaning up the oceans right now. Yeah, that made that, uh, made that thing that dips in the water and scoops all the plastic out. Yeah, and then, like, and then, like, the people that made the water bottle thing, like, you're talking about, and, like, all the other people that are coming up with, like, renewable ways for energies, and all the places, all the cities and countries that are building solar farms, and everybody that has, you know, people that are getting the right ideas, people that are trying to invest in, like, desalinization to get fucking fresh water from the ocean, and, like, you know, all, all these things are baby steps, super small insignificant baby steps but when you put them all together they turn into fucking leaps and bounds you know what i mean and we gotta we gotta just all sacrifice a little bit to fucking make it better for everybody yeah i mean i i I wish that we had the option right now you know what i'm saying like i wish all these things were an option for us right now like i wish i had the option to pay for solar on my roof every month instead of paying a power bill I wish I had an option to fucking have glass, all glass soda bottles and things like that instead of plastic when I buy them at the store. I wish I had the fucking option to change everything. You know what I'm saying? I wish I had the option to build my home out of hempcrete that just happens to be made from a plant that's completely renewable source that also happens to fucking suck carbon dioxide out of the air and clean it while you live in it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like... I just want to be able to have these things, you know? I want to be able to have the choice. I want everybody to be able to have the choice. And Earth Day is a fucking baby step in that direction, you know? Every year we celebrate it, but we got to take the time to reflect and realize what it's really about. And and people got to decide, you know, when are you going to make the choice? Yeah, it's when about... Are you, when are you going to take the step? It's It's about awareness, and it's a little bit about shaming and... Just in the in the what what is it forty six years that Earth Day has been around, all the all the things that has happened, all the people that have changed. I mean, look around and everybody has reusable water bottles now. You know that's like a huge market of water bottles that have little ice packs inside, and you just fucking fill it up, and then you boom, you got water. You know what I mean? You can fill it up anywhere at a drinking fountain, and you know, uh, I think that we are on that road to all of those things that you just said. And it's, uh, I think that it could definitely happen in our lifetime with the speed that the environmentalist movement has taken because on the very first Earth Day, it was like 20 million people hit the streets and um, protested the Industrial Revolution and it turned into the environmental movement. So just from the beginning of that in 1970 we've come a long way but also a lot of you know uh i don't want to get like illuminati sounding but like corporations and shit have uh like polluted the planet like the planet's all fucked up and i think that it also doesn't help when we have educated people you know scientists and you know bill nyes and people like that that come out and say we're almost at the point of no return because I understand what they're trying to do, but I've heard that three times from 
you know, official scientific people in the science community saying, you know, in six months, we're not going to be able to undo what we did to the planet. Everybody needs to change right now. But if you do that, and if nobody does anything, then people go, oh, well, now it's too late. So why even do anything? You know what I'm yeah, saying? But, yeah, people are complacent. And they, I feel yeah, like they and are. It's almost, are. Like, it's almost like an excuse to not have to change the way that you're living your life because, you know, that's just the way that things are. It's It's a mixture of the way that you were raised and you know the the system that you're put into like school and shit and marketing and media and they're constantly pushing things onto you and you wonder why all of these things around you that are plastic are some of the coolest things in your life and it's just a cheap renewable way to make it they don't give a fuck you know what i mean they're trying to get money so i think uh i think that's what it is it's about awareness and it's about appreciation so let's appreciate the planet in the best way that we know how with an NHP smoke sesh. You down for that? Yeah, I just uh I just came up sorry for being so close to Mike. I just came <laughs> up with a fucking uh a theme song that's perfect for it right now, actually. A theme song for what? For the smoke sesh. A smoke sesh theme song? Mm-hmm. All right, well. Earth Day, save the world theme song, smoke sesh. Yeah, we're all gonna we're all we're all gonna save the world together in this we'll smoke have, sesh. We'll have we'll have two smoke sessions on this one mm-hmm. for Earth Day. Because we got another one planned, too. Yeah, I got something up my sleeve. All right, you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. If everybody out there would like to flick your bicks, snap your pics, and hashtag them NHP Smoke Sesh, we'll all smoke together. Earth Day is tomorrow. Make sure you go out and do something. In a little bit, we'll let you know things that you can do. But right now, you can get high. Yeah. Hit that music. Fucking cartoon when they had it right. Uh, fuck yeah, Captain Planet. <laughs> that's where it's at. And when did Captain Planet uh, first come out? All right, let's see. I'm gonna say that it came out right in the beginning of the environmental movement. No, no, it was 90s or 80s, 90s, 1990. <laughs> yeah. All right, I was wrong. So what? Though, that's still good. Like shit, bro. That's good. So okay. what? I'm wrong. Big whoop. Happens all the Happens time. Happens all the time. <laughs> hey, how did you know? How did you know I was going to make that joke that's not true? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. The conspiracies are coming out. Now people are going to think it's scripted. Oh, sh- Oh man. Damn it. You, we were supposed to caddy those lines. It I says know, we were it. doing so well. It says it on the script. So, yeah. um, let's see. Let's, uh, 
let's take some time and speak about this. Are you still playing the Captain Planet theme song? <laughs> no. Let's talk about uh, this rock that we live on called Earth. All right. Earth. So, allegedly, 4.5 billion years ago, Earth was formed out of uh, dust and rocks surrounding the sun. Big cloud turned into one thing and became some chunk of madness that was sort of like a Frankenstein monster, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I believe it. Then Did it, you see astronauts play with water in space? Yeah, I have. Boom. That's that's what happens. It just kind of blah, blah, blah. and it blobbed together, kind of like that game. You know that weird Japanese game where you like roll around and you pick stuff up, and you get bigger and bigger, and then you start picking up buildings, and then eventually you pick up all the planets. I don't know. Dude, that game's crazy. It is crazy. You start as like a little tiny, like like a little BB, and you start picking up like thumbtacks and fucking tiny shit, and then you just get bigger and bigger and bigger, all the way up to like a solar sized scale. Earth is born 4.5 million years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of hangs out for a billion years, right? All right. And then uh, the sun feeds it with uh, with photosynthesis, a bunch of energy, and creates uh, some sort of oxygenated environment, I would say. I would say that word is how that goes. And then half a billion years goes by, and the tectonic plates start forming, and continents begin being created or Pangea is made. I'm not sure. I haven't gone too far down this list, but uh, that's when land started forming. Shit started getting crazy. And then uh, the oxida... What is this called? Oxidation. The oxidation event. And that's when shit was like, yo, I can breathe, son. Because before then, everything just died. If there was anything, dead. But now, life. Is this like a good commentary for like a Planet Earth kind of thing? Do you think I can sell yeah, this to Disney? I think we should have music playing in the background. Yeah, that's a great idea. Here, cool. I got I got something. Cool. I got it right here. Um, so let's see. Where was I? Where was I in this story? Endosymbiosis. I was at endosymbiosis, which I don't understand. So next on the line is the first <laughs> sex. And uh, that was the origin of mating. So I guess um, cells stopped being asexual and started reproducing with a little bit of that boner action. Nice. Now, um, shortly after that, this was uh, one billion years ago, multicellular life was created. Big organisms. So these are uh, bacteria things like that that we found fossil evidence of in the ground all right so things shit this is when shit started to get real you know what i mean earth was like shit's getting real it's like when a party starts at eight this is like 11 30 yeah shit's getting real perfect time mm-hmm. so uh after that we had snowball earth which is when everything was frozen it was a sad time it was cold. I think uh, I think we used to have an, a neighboring planet named Lucy, and she left us. Everything got cold and sad. 
But only f- fucking 400 million years later, something else happened. <laughs> and then the plants colonized the land 465 million years ago. Out of the sea, some animals ventured on the land, started crawling around, and they were like, damn, this place is fresh. We should check it out. Let's go check it out. Hey, y'all got a Super Kmart? Hell yeah. Wanna play some basketball? Hell yeah. And then the first mass extinction happened just a few million years after that. Shit got crazy, son. Like it always does. Mm-hmm. And then, all of a sudden, fish started walking on land. What? That's some crazy shit, right? And then reptiles came. And then here we go, Pangea. Don't the reptiles. This is what I was talking about earlier, Pangea, all right? Pangea, the supercontinent formed. And then, the great dying happened. Permanent extinction of everything. 96% of animals on the planet died. It was like all for nothing. Uh-huh. Some people think it was bad fish. We'll never know. 220 million years ago, the first mammals came. Look at that squirrel. The Jurassic extinction. It killed. No, 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 no. The dinosaurs, uh, they were flourishing. Hold on, let me read this. Dinosaurs flourishing. Another disaster struck. Not sure. Killed 80%. Yeah. Bunch of dinosaurs died. Shit got sad. Damn. Mm-hmm. But then it started growing. You know, a couple hundred million years, shit started coming back. Birds, flowers. Dinosaurs died again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and then. A fifth extinction. Holy shit. And then Five times. after all of this, all of these all of these battles with rocks from space, the first primate evolves sixty million years ago. Alright? Then hominids. Then the human race. Two hundred thousand years ago we came on this planet. And ever since then, we've been here. And we've been fucking shit up. We've been ruining this beautiful planet. That's what we've been doing. This place has been great, and we've been fucking it. Wait, wait. What are you talking about? I call bullshit. On the 200,000 years? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, we we don't have to agree on that. I don't don't, uh, don't know about that either. Yeah, that's fire load of bullshit. But what I do know is that we've been fucking this planet up. <laughs> <laughs> so Hell yeah. Only in the last, what, 100 years, right? Mm-hmm. But what it seems like... Holy shit, Jay. Wait a minute. Supposedly, allegedly... Allegedly. 200,000 years, people been here, but only fucked up the planet in the last 100? Yep. We're directly responsible for that shit. Yeah, us. Not the human race, but people in the last hundred years. It's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what it seems like to me is that Earth is a strong bitch and a lesbian from the way that story yeah. went. Yeah, you know what happened? If we, if we all died tomorrow, 
if the next extinction was tomorrow and everybody died, mm-hmm. Earth would bounce back in like a month. Yeah, in a month, Earth time. It'd be a couple million years. But no, if- like seriously, like, like if people, if something happened and all people died, and cars, every, cars stopped driving just, and factories stopped producing, everything would just overgrow within like a month. Mm-hmm. Like everything would start to overgrow already. Well, you've seen that show, the, like I don't know, there was a show on History Channel that would show like the devastation, like how how it would happen and how long it would take for everything to like they did like studies on it to see how long it would take and and doesn't take long at all no next thing you know motherfucker is green everywhere <laughs> and people <laughs> you know, say and, uh, zone shit. and people are like oh like we're we're ruining the planet and global warming and like it's you know it's never gonna be the same and we we killed our planet and it's like no our planet can survive at a thousand degrees you know what i mean like maybe not uh maybe not all of all of the life on it but our planet will be fine because eventually after so many years, something will happen and the gases will, you know, even out and something will be created because it seems like it's happened five times that everything has been wiped out and then everything just came back out of nothing. So if you think if like an asteroid were to hit the planet right now, a huge asteroid the size of Texas, like an Armageddon, wasn't the asteroid in Armageddon the size of Texas? I'm gonna need to fact check. Oh no, that. but if one hit that big, it would definitely be over with. Yeah, if one hit that, just fucked everything up and just sent a shockwave around the planet like you see in the movies where the earth just gets ripped up fucking hundreds of miles up into the sky, then the planet would be fine. <clears throat> After a while. You know what yeah. I mean? It would it would turn into something else. We, we we're just fucking ourselves, is what we're doing in our kids and our nieces and nephews and our future generations. Those are the people that are going to be fucked, that are going to be living in some Mad Max style world because we needed all these things. You know what I mean? Well, if that happens, everybody's fucked no matter what, anyways. Yeah. You know, if an asteroid hits, we're all fucked no matter what, anyways. Well, yeah, we're just going to be but, gone. But if one doesn't hit and we fuck the planet up ourselves, like we're doing already. And there ain't no coming back from that. You know what I mean? Like we gotta we gotta get to a point where we can consciously you know, I don't think it's far away. I feel like I feel like we're kind of reliving the sixties. I've said it a bunch of times. I feel like this is definitely like a rebirth of a lot of that type of thinking and millennials are like kinda like, you know, wanna see past the bullshit for the most part and you know, we kind of have hope for fucking better shit, you know? So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, um, here here are a few things that the average person can do to uh, to help lend a hand on Earth Day. People are like, I can't, I can't do all these extreme things and go clean up the ocean and, you know, invent something. But uh, we already talked about reusable water bottles. And then uh, a couple things are leaky faucets are like one of the biggest wasters of water, especially in California. We have a drought and shit is like, uh, I remember there was a drought somewhere else back east and someone was like, like a company was stealing water from their land and all this bullshit. Some company was stealing water from California and bottling it. And uh, if you stop a leaky faucet, 
you could save like 1,300 gallons of water a year. Also, uh, paper, writing on both sides of a piece of paper saves like fucking millions of trees. And uh, pulp mills release like chlorine-tainted water as part of making paper. So less paper made, less tainted water. So write on both sides of your paper and you get like twice as much fucking paper. And it's just like little tiny things that you could do that you don't really think of but actually help in a small way. If everybody helps in a small way, we do a big thing. You know what I'm saying? So if everybody that listens to this does one small thing, then that's like a billion people. It's roughly a billion people that listen to this, right? Yeah. A billion people doing something, that's a, a powerful force. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, another thing that you could do tomorrow, which, uh, you know, there's there's places everywhere. I'm sure within 50 miles of where you live, there's a place that you could go buy a small, like, seedling tree, and they have designated places you can go and fucking plant that shit. Plant a tree. You know what I mean? It'll be a cool thing to do. You'll be able to visit it. Every year on Earth Day, you can go back and see it get bigger and bigger. It'll be your contribution. We're going to plant 50 million thousand trees tomorrow. Just me. Yeah. Me and me and you. Yeah. Well, so, seeds. 50 million thousand seeds. 50 million thousand seeds. And they are going to be weed seeds. But technically, it's trees. No, they'll be trees. <laughs> There's trees. Nobody says what kind of seeds. I didn't say what kind of seeds. I, I said we're going to plant 50 million thousand seeds. I might have brought the wrong seeds. Mm. Shit. It's all right. It's mm -hmm. all green. Um, another thing you could do uh, is properly inflate your tires. Pro <laughs> properly inflate your tires, and uh, you get better gas mileage. So, boom, do that. I got to. Uh, that shit works because I heard that shit and I was like, yeah, whatever. But I did it on my car and my, uh, my fucking tire pressure was way down. Filled it up. And my gas mileage went up like eight miles per gallon. So for people who care about that and know what I'm talking about, enjoy that bit of information. And that was an episode of Mikey Booyah <laughs> Thinks Out Loud. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I got a clip. Oh, shit. Atmospheric CO2 concentrations are at a record high greater than 400 parts per million. Carbon dioxide levels in the Earth's atmosphere exceeded 402 parts per million in April 2014, the highest it has been in at least the past 800,000 years. The buildup is a result of the burning of fossil fuels and is resulting in global warming. Because a single molecule of CO2 can stay in the atmosphere for hundreds of years, today's emissions will affect many future generations. We dump 19.4 billion pounds of plastic into the ocean each year. A comprehensive February 2015 study found that 8.8 .8 metric tons of plastic waste are dumped into the ocean annually. As the world's population density increases, scientists say marine debris levels could reach up to 155 million metric tons, that's 341.7 billion pounds, by 2025. An estimated 18 million acres of forest are lost each year. Although deforestation has shown signs of decreasing in some areas, logging and other forms of forest clearing affected an estimated 13 million hectares of land every year between 2000 and 2010. Due to Wait, who's Hector and how did he get to be in some mats? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> He's a measurement. How is Hector a measurement? Motherfucker. I don't know. Cool, cool guy. Yeah. What a fucking legacy. Forestation and natural expansion. <laughs> the net forest loss was 5.2 million hectares per year. Forests are important sinks for carbon dioxide and hotspots of biodiversity. Earth is facing a 40% shortfall in water supply by 2030. The 2015 United Nations World Water Development Report found that unless the international community, quote, dramatically improves water supply management, the planet may face a 40% shortfall within the next 15 years. This is due to increased demand. Agriculture uses 70% of the world's water withdrawal, and in order to feed the world's rapidly growing population, we need to produce 60% more food from now until 2050. Climate change-related extreme events, plus population growth, could increase hunger by up to 20% by 2050. Due to extreme weather events such as floods and droughts, climate change adversely affects agricultural productivity, increasing the risk of hunger and malnutrition and breaking down food systems. The majority of hungry people live in areas of the world prone to climate-related disruptions. Making such populations more resilient to such impacts is a high priority for international development organizations. September Arctic sea ice extent is declining at a rate of 13.3% per decade. Arctic sea ice coverage reaches its minimum in September each year. In September 2014, the Arctic sea ice reached its sixth lowest minimum on record since 1978. The monthly average Arctic sea ice extent in March 2015 was the lowest in the satellite record. See, there's like a lot of crazy shit, right? Hell yeah. That's so many things. That's six different things. That are fucked. Yeah. That are all directly because of us. But no matter what anybody says on YouTube or otherwise, it's not too late to change and do your part. And that's what that's what tomorrow is all about. Yeah, that's the best reason to start. That's my point, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, no matter what um, odds may seem impossible, that you have to try to overcome it. You can't you can't just limit yourself because it seems like out of reach or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Going to the moon seemed out of reach for people for 200,000 years. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it happened. And look at that. Look at it. Look at me now. <laughs> I'm going, look at me now. <laughs> I'm making pancakes. Uh, yeah, man. I think... Um, I think that everybody out there needs to do something Earth Day like tomorrow, even if it's just spending some time out in nature. You know what I mean? Go and like... We're going to plant some trees and seeds. mm -hmm. Plant some trees and seeds. We're going to pick up some plastic. I'm going to pick up a plastic. I'm going to smoke these trees. Yep. Joey's got some trees. Can you pass that through Skype? We should have, they should make some sort of like, there we go. All right. We're going to smoke this joint. And um, if if anybody out there is getting into some Earth Day festivities tomorrow, uh, go ahead and um, when you share them on your social media site, whichever it may be, throw the hashtag NHP Earth Day on there and, uh, and spread some love. Show us what you're doing. So, yeah, that's it. Earth Day tomorrow. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start celebrating right now. Me too. And I'm gonna vaporize this weed instead of burning it and releasing carcinogens. Yeah, that too. Is that good? That part. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Peace, bitches. Natural Habitat Recording.